Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Hello, podcast world. Andy Landon back in the podcast booth to spend a few minutes with you exploring God's word. Our text today is Acts 17, 1 through 15, and it is the recounting of Paul and his companions' time in Thessalonica and Berea. So today we're going to start by following Paul and his companions to Thessalonica. Not literally, of course, but you know what? We actually could go to Thessalonica. Thessalonica, now referred to as Thessaloniki, second largest city in Greece and home to over 1 million Thessalonians. Or in my Rick Steves voice, based around the port of Thessaloniki, one of the largest seaports in the eastern Mediterranean, the location of significant trade, commerce, and a vibrant cultural life in general. At least that is what Wikipedia said. I haven't been there personally, so I can't attest to the nightlife. And Rick Steves, if you're listening, no disrespect intended. Love your show. Now, as a port city integral to trade and commerce both then and now, its ethos is probably not much different than from when Paul walked its street 2,000 years ago. Now, sometimes when I read God's word, I can forget that these were real people in real places with real lives. Somehow these are characters in some story and not complex people living in a time they happen to be born into. But thinking about a port city that is significant to trade and commerce and is vibrant and diverse cultures? um, I've been to Seattle. That sounds a bit Thessalonikian. So what about Paul and these real people in a real city? We see in verses 2 through 4, they were there for about three weeks living amongst the Thessalonians, just talking and living life. In Paul's own words in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, We read that Paul and company did not use flattery, did not exert authority's apostles, but rather delighted to, quote, share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well, unquote. Paul even talks about working night and day so as to not be a burden to anyone while they preached, just living amongst real people, talking about the good news of Jesus. One thing I found especially striking in our text was verse 4, where not only Jews were persuaded, but specific shout-outs to God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women. Now, I am not a prominent woman, not even a woman at all, and neither was Paul. Our text doesn't refer to any miracles, prophetic signs, or anything but living life alongside real people and talking. Yet here's Paul and companions sharing the good news with people that are from a completely different world. Just by living alongside them, sharing the good news of Jesus, the Holy Spirit is given an opportunity to work on their hearts in whatever way resonates for them. Now, Paul and crew end their time in Thessalonica, not by their choice. In fact, In future letters, Paul laments not getting to spend more time there. More or less, a riot is started in the city and falsely blamed on Paul and friends, so they have to be spirited away under the cover of darkness. And just as an aside here, I find it interesting that when the local authorities are looking for troublemakers, they know to go to Jason's house. Clearly, Jason's house is the place to go party. So I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Next up is Berea, where again there is no discussion of miracles or prophetic signs. Yet here again we see different people of different backgrounds coming to faith. Verse 11 refers to the Berean Jews as being of, quote, more noble character, who examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul preached was true. So if Thessalonica is like Seattle, then I like to think of Berea as eastern Washington. Now, we don't know exactly what Paul and company did in Berea, but I would postulate that it was probably similar to what they did in Thessalonica. Going to the synagogue, going to the market, picking up robes from the dry cleaners, sharing their lives in the gospel as well. So what does this mean for us? Not all of us are Paul, traveling from city to city, preaching the good news. A lot of us are Thessalonians or Bereans. 
living our lives in the context of the time we're in, and alongside people who may or may not know about Jesus. We may never see miracles or hear prophetic words, but we will have opportunities to walk alongside people on the way to school, to toil next to people at work, and to talk to people about their lives and our own. Now, as a card-carrying member of the Introverts United But Separately Club, this is a challenge for me personally. But I trust that the Holy Spirit works today just as he did 2,000 years ago, when real people with real lives heard about Jesus and came to know the truth. Would you pray with me? Father, you are the same today as you were 2,000 years ago. Through the Holy Spirit, you got us to where we are supposed to be, just as you did Paul. May we live on mission in our homes, in our workplaces, and in our communities, sharing our lives as well as the gospel with those around us. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.